...first part of his mind, his black box, told him he'd always be like this now, that his body was scarred and monstrous forever. But at least the pain was dimming. He was no longer kept strapped down. An ankle chain secured him to the bed. In time, he might do something about that. Once he stole a spoon during a careless moment, filched it from the tray when the nurse looked round at a noise from the corridor... He hid it under the mattress, but within the hour they'd come to fetch it. Three of them, male, silent, dark-featured. Two held him against the wall, while the third retrieved his prize, though not roughly. He didn't struggle, but the effort exhausted him anyway, and he crashed as soon as they'd left. His dream took him back to the desert and the boy soldiers. Sand crunched as he fell from the truck, and the chopper's whine was the loudest noise in the world and the boys were melting again, their faces turning runny while his black box recorded it calmly, noting that it's like watching a very wet painting hung in the wind. But he was sweating when he woke, and sure he'd been screaming. There was nobody to tell him if that were true, just as there was nobody to tell him if it were night or day. He'd have sold his soul for a window, for natural light, And then one day, he had an idea it might be the winter that was a cold bite to the air. They took him out of the room. The same three men came to secure him to the bed. He was blindfolded and taken through the door, down the corridor he'd only imagined, wheeled past, he was sure of this, windows, from which light fell onto his face in a gentle strobe. He racked his body against the bed, but remained locked in place. When they removed the blindfold, he was in what looked like an operating theatre. The doctor was there, masked, suited up, and had the three interns, guards, untie him and fasten him in what resembled an open coffin. Because he thought they were going to kill him at last, he didn't struggle. But instead, he was loaded into a large mechanical device of a kind he might have seen in hospital films. Some kind of scanning machine. He was kept there for twenty minutes or so. The noise was constant but not too loud, like knowing there were bees nearby. He almost fell asleep. Afterwards, the doctor said, Good. He was strapped down again, eyes covered, and wheeled back to his room. Again he felt the windows pass, and his one wish in the world was not even escape but just to be able to stand in the light and imagine the wind pulsing against his damaged skin. After that, it became regular once every three days as far as his body could tell. There were no other clocks available. That was one of the discoveries he'd made, that the body was a kind of clock. It couldn't be rewound and couldn't be replaced. When it finished telling the time, its job was done. Once every three days they took him to the theatre and scanned him with their device. He never asked a question. This was his plan. For them to forget he was there and turn their backs for one moment... Even without a spoon, he thought he might win an eye or a tongue. He never knew this, but it was on a Wednesday that it all changed, that he caught his glimpse of the outside world and found it upside down. He was asleep when the nurse came, genuinely asleep. The pills did this, along with the blood they took. He never did anything, but often felt weak and sleepy. By the ankle chain he was tethered to the bed. She must have thought this enough. Perhaps the others, the men, were having a day off. He never knew.
It didn't matter. She wheeled him from the room like that, just the ankle chain holding him down. It was the movement woke him. He'd been dreaming again. The dream never left him, or perhaps he never left the dream. His head full of boiling faces when he forced his eyes open, the way he always woke. For a moment he thought it hadn't started yet, that he was back in the truck, an instinct tipped him over the side where he hit the floor with a crash of spilled metal. The bed jerked to a halt, and with his gown flapping open, bare ass to the world, he lay with a window just two feet above him, its blinds pulled tight against the light, both his hands untethered. Even then the nurse didn't speak. She pressed something on her belt instead, though he heard no alarm, and as he reached a hand for the blind, came round to arrest him. He thought she'd be soft. She punched the back of his head. It had been a while since he'd been...